You are listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast, episode 168, Parent-Teacher Partnership. This is Less Drama, More Mama, the podcast for moms who want to feel calm, in control, and confident about how to handle anything life throws their way. If you're ready to go from feeling frazzled and disrespected to feeling calm and connected, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Pam Howard. Hey, Mama, how's it going? It's the last week in October, and that means this is the last week for you to be entered to win a $50 Amazon gift card when you either leave a review of the podcast or take a screenshot of your favorite episode and share it on social media. For those of you who are new to the podcast, I'm celebrating my birthday all month long by giving away some fun gifts to my listeners. I've offered some free coaching. Those calls were awesome. Hopefully you were there live or you caught the replays. And I'm giving away some money to spend on Amazon. So don't forget to tag me on social media or direct message me a picture of your post or review. On Instagram, I'm at Less Drama Mama. And on Facebook, I'm at Less Drama More Mama. Sometimes it takes a few days for the reviews to show up, so don't put it off. Also, when you become a private client of mine this October, you'll receive a birthday box in the mail from me with some of my favorite things to pamper you and get started on your coaching journey with me. As of this recording, I only have a few spots left for mini sessions in October, so go snag one at lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini. All right. Another thing that's happening this week, besides Halloween, is parent-teacher conferences. I'll be spending my Thursday morning on Zoom with a different teacher every 10 minutes for almost three hours. Lucky me. (laughs) In addition to being in these meetings as a parent, I've attended several parent-teacher conferences as a school counselor, both as a support to families and to teachers. I'm a firm believer that kids benefit and have a better chance of school success when parents and teachers work together as a team. After all, our kids probably spend more of their waking hours involved with school than they spend with us. So we want to have good relationships with the people who are with them all those hours each day. Several years ago, and then again this year, I asked my teacher friends to answer the following questions. What do you really want parents to know? What do you wish they would do or not do? What advice do you have for them when it comes to supporting their kids, supporting you, and parent-teacher conferences? So this episode is a compilation of their answers in their own words, and my thoughts and suggestions sprinkled in. We'll start with one teacher's request to please arrive to conferences on time. She said, when you're late, it can throw off the entire schedule. If you arrive five minutes late, expect your meeting to be five minutes shorter, and be understanding of that. If you need to cancel, please contact the teachers before your scheduled time. I would just like to add that sometimes the teachers run late too. Maybe they didn't manage their time well or had difficulty ending with a parent before you. And if that's the case, you have permission to say, hey, I understand things happen and it's not always possible to stay on schedule, but I don't want to be late to my next conference, so would you please call me this week to reschedule? As long as you say this in a respectful tone, I think it's a totally appropriate request. Being on time or even early to school in general shows respect for the teacher and the morning lesson, 
and helps kids feel settled so they're not rushing to class or missing valuable information. Another teacher said, many parents are nervous about talking to teachers and don't recognize that this is difficult for teachers as well. This is so true. I know many teachers who are 100% comfortable interacting with their students, but feel insecure, anxious, or defensive when communicating with parents. Of course, it's not your responsibility to make sure the teacher feels a certain way, but it is helpful to check your own feelings before communicating with teachers. You'll show up very differently when you're feeling genuinely curious, open, and connected versus feeling frustrated, critical, or confrontational. So before talking or even emailing with a teacher, make sure you're in a frame of mind to get the best results for you and your child. How do you do that? By reminding yourself of some of the things I'm about to tell you in this episode. Obviously, trust is a hugely important topic when it comes to parent-teacher relationships. One teacher told me he ends back-to-school night by telling parents, I promise not to believe everything your child says about you and your home, as long as you don't believe everything they say about me in my classroom. The truth is usually somewhere in between. Many of the teachers who responded to my questions mentioned trust and partnership in their answers. One teacher wants to tell her students' parents, trust me, I have every intention to look out for your child, support your child both academically and socially, and genuinely care about your child. Partner with me. Support me as I support your child. We're all on your child's team, I promise. Another said, trust that we have your child's best academic interests at heart. Students will inevitably progress when parents and teachers are in sync about what a student needs and about the next best steps to take. This is why it's so important for parents and teachers to establish a positive, collaborative relationship and become equal partners in helping children succeed. Here are a few more quotes from educators. If a teacher did something you disagree with and you tell your child, it will make it more difficult for your child to learn from that teacher or accept responsibility for their actions or learning in the future. You can voice your concerns to the teacher, but you don't need to include your child in every part of those conversations. Remember that teachers and parents are partners. We appreciate constructive ideas that may help your child in the classroom. We're a partnership with the goal of student success. It takes a village to raise a child, and teachers are a part of that village. When it comes to communication, one teacher said, let us know when there's something going on at home that could impact the student's mood, work habits, emotional well-being, focus, etc. I couldn't agree more. Developing a trusting relationship sometimes involves being vulnerable. I understand that some parents worry their kids will be treated differently if they disclose sensitive information. They fear they'll either be let off the hook labeled or stigmatized. But when teachers have important information about family and home life, it can help them support kids and communicate more effectively with them rather than assuming they're incapable or just being difficult. One teacher had a message for divorced and separated parents. She said it's not helpful to use the conference time to disagree and argue with each other in front of the teacher. As a divorced mom myself, I remember at first sitting in the same room as my ex and feeling really uncomfortable but pretending that I wasn't. It helps to remember you're both there for the sake of your child. So stay focused on gathering information about your child's performance in school and how you can best support him or her at home. As for grades, teachers want you to know that grades are not the sole purpose of school. Learning is. 
Grades are just data and facts collected to create and share an objective picture of a student's work performance. Be sure you understand how the grading system works, how to interpret your child's grades, and how to communicate with teachers when there's a concern. Success is not always measured by an A grade. It's individual for each student. Asking the teacher to give a grade that wasn't earned feels insulting and is a detriment to the success of the student. We offer suggestions that may help students to become more successful. With this in mind, please model respect for teachers, honor our professional expertise, and show your kids that you support our goals. And finally, people learn from their mistakes. Let your kids make them. I just love all this advice. What are your thoughts on this? Do you have suggestions from your own experiences that would help parents and teachers become better partners? Do you have any questions? If so, leave them on today's show notes at lessdramamoremama.com forward slash 168. I'll wrap up by saying that there's no school or teacher that's perfect. Some teachers will be a better fit for your child than others, and that's okay. Having worked in a school, I can tell you that for every parent who complains about a teacher, there's another parent who loves that same teacher for their child. Some are a hit and some are a miss. There's value in kids and parents learning how to deal with different types of personalities and navigating different experiences at school. And it's worth investing your time in getting to know and partner with your child's teachers to increase the chances of your child's success. Now, if you'll please excuse me, I'm going to take all of this advice to my own parent-teacher conferences on Thursday, and I'll talk to you again next week. Bye-bye. If you enjoy listening to this podcast and you're ready to feel calmer, more confident, and more at peace in your family and life, I invite you to sign up for a free consultation with me to learn about how my coaching can help you achieve the exact life you want. You'll take the concepts and tools I share in the podcast and apply them to your own life. And as your coach, I'll be there to support you every step of the way. Go to lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini and sign up now.